Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The Nipsos poll, done exclusively for Global News, suggests that the Trudeau Liberals are poised to win the federal election on September 20th. However, and I think this is a big but, because I think this is why we're having this election, they may not have enough support coast to coast to coast to form a majority government. And the poll also shows that Trudeau is seen as the best candidate for prime minister among the party leaders vying for the country's top political post. So a lot of things going right, seemingly, at the start of this thing for the defending champs, if you will. Let's bring in our next guest. He is the CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, and his name is Daryl Bricker, no stranger to the show. Daryl, how are you? Great, Rick. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for coming on. Let's begin with the poll results that were released at the start of the election campaign, which showed the Trudeau Liberals with a somewhat comfortable five-point lead entering the big dance. Yeah, they started off pretty well, but the, um, the interesting thing was that those numbers were almost identical to what they had in a poll that we did about a month prior to that. So even though they had really you know, cascaded the country with all sorts of uh, announcements and all sorts of money. On the day of the election, they really hadn't moved things very much. And and if you take a look at how the first week has gone, uh, it hasn't gone very well for the government. So even though the opportunity is there, they seem to have stumbled a bit out of the uh, out of the starting blocks and are struggling at the moment. Which probably points to the uh, appetite to have an election at this point, right? Yeah, in fact, we found, I think the number was 56% of Canadians said that they actually didn't want to have an election. So this has created a problem for the Prime Minister in that uh, um, uh, he's asked people to come out and have the uh, you know an election that's going to be the most important since the end of the Second World War. And they're sitting back and saying, I don't know why we're having this at the moment, which uh, has you know raised questions on uh, on the day that the, uh, the Prime Minister kicked off the election. And it seemed to been the filter through which everybody has looked at everything that's happened through the course of this week. The poll asked Canadians if they felt the country was going in the right direction. 48% of respondents agreed, 50% disagreed, 40% also said the Trudeau government has done a good job and deserves a re-election, 51% said they approved of the Liberals' overall performance, but 57% said it's time for another party to take over. That's a pretty interesting finding. Yeah, so what we're seeing is that uh, people look back at how the government has performed and the prime minister has performed through the pandemic, and uh, they're reasonably satisfied with uh, with, with what ha- what has happened. But when they're asked the question about where we're going to go for the future, so that's the question the prime minister presented as the reason for having this election. All of a sudden, things start to get a little bit uh, start to get a little bit dicey, and people start contemplating up you know, other possibilities going forward. And particularly given uh, the, the fact that they were, uh, they really don't want to have this election campaign, there's a, there's a certain amount of bounce back, I would say, on the government uh, that's been created by this. So, uh, yeah, uh, when they, we look at how the government has performed over the course of the pandemic, the numbers are pretty good. But when we throw up the question and say, well, uh, should we be considering other options and that kind of thing, all of a sudden uh, Canadians are having their eyes open. Respondents also overwhelmingly supportive of mandated COVID-19 vaccines and vaccine passports or certificates. We certainly saw that debate uh, pop up uh, a few times this week. Um, Liberals, NDP, certainly in that uh, category. The the Tories, not so much. Uh, May this factor on voting day? 
Well, you're going to see that the Liberals are going to push this uh, uh, as we go through the election campaign, as they have since the day of the announcement, to try and make it a bit of a wedge issue for the Conservatives so they can kind of point out to Canadians that this is the kind of government you're going to get, somebody who doesn't uh, uh, who doesn't uh, understand that vaccines are uh, important enough. And in fact, even Conservative Party supporters, strong majorities of Conservative people who say they're going to vote Conservative today, think that vaccines should be mandatory for a number of categories of uh, of, uh, of professions and uh, and uh, categories of people. So, the, you know, you said the, the debate on, on vaccines. Well, there actually isn't much of a debate on vaccines because people are pretty well decided on that question. Daryl Bricker is our guest to open up hour number two of the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Rick in for Roy. Daryl is the CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. And a recent poll that they have conducted exclusively for Global News also found that the Liberals are the party with the best plan for Canada post-COVID. 32% say the Liberals have the best plan. 18% for the Conservatives. 12% for the NDP. That's quite a big gap. Yeah, and that, but those numbers are from uh, at the time of the the election call. So the okay. the Conservatives hadn't dropped their platform. The NDP hadn't dropped their platform at that point. So the only plan that Canadians had any sense of, uh, and the plan that they were thinking about, was probably the things that uh, the Prime Minister was talking about in the budget, and was presented in a budget. They were there. Were, that was the only thing that was on the table as far as they were concerned. Uh, it'll be interesting in our next polling, which is in field right now, and we should have results early next week for for global again. Uh, whether Canadians feel the same on that question now? Yeah, as long as they like the cover of the uh, PC plan and the Mike Holmes like stance that Leader Arno Tool had, that might uh, make some waves. Well, welcome to the gun show. <laughs> Exactly. Among the top election issues, according to the poll, and no surprise, healthcare is number one, followed closely by COVID-19 pandemic. Was there anything that surprised you on the list other than those two? Uh, one of the one uh, that's it's, it's, uh, was at the top issue the last time around was climate change, which is still in the top five, but certainly not on the same level as people's concern about the pandemic, health care, or even the economy at the moment. Uh, but uh, what's really interesting in terms of the of uh, top issues is for people. We also asked people who said, you know, this was a top issue for them, which party they thought would do the best job of delivering on it. So on COVID-19, as uh, I said before, there's a real belief that this government has a good approach to managing COVID-19. So uh, they topped that by a considerable amount. Uh, but when you get to the economic issues, so first of all, management of the overall economy, the conservatives outpoint the liberals by about eight or nine points on that. And for the people who are most concerned about the economy, they prefer the Conservatives. For people who are most concerned about affordability, which is actually the number two issue, so the cost of living, the NDP actually is better than the uh, the, the Conservatives, or, or better than either the Liberals or the Conservatives on that by a couple of points. So there's a diversity of opinions when it comes to the most important issues as to which party would be the best able to, uh, to manage that issue if they were elected. Really interesting findings in terms of uh, who respondents uh, thought would make the best Prime Minister. Tell us about that. Yeah, Justin Trudeau by far. Uh, but when we get into the question of uh, all the characteristics, the various attributes that relate to, uh, you know, the, the character of uh, Justin Trudeau versus Aaron O'Toole versus Jagmeet Singh uh, and uh, what people think of him, you get a much fuller picture of what people are thinking. And the interesting thing on the prime minister is while they uh, do uh, have respect for things like, for example, how he performs on the international stage, uh, whether or not he's able to manage during tough uh, economic times, He's also seen by far as the politician who's most likely to say 
what he doesn't believe during the course of the election campaign. He's not seen as especially sincere. So uh, the uh, uh, on performance, reasonably good for the prime minister, but on everything that relates to character and personality, uh, not performing particularly well. So it's interesting how Canadians have evolved their opinions over the space of the last six years about Justin Trudeau. Yeah, 39% of Canadians, uh, according to this poll, say that Trudeau should get a third term, but 44% feel that he would say anything to get elected. And, and wouldn't that be the case for them all, really? <laughs> well, except there's one that people s- seem to believe is most likely to do that. Right. And 40% said that they don't believe any of them would keep their election promises. And that is an extremely high number, or is it? Uh, it's fairly typical of what we see. But uh, on the uh, on all of those questions, the, the, on many of them that we asked, the, uh, uh, the, the preferred leader was none of these people, was the answer, wow. to the answer to the question. So, yeah, I wouldn't say that there's anybody standing out right now, at least at the time that we did the poll, as being the leader that Canadians have uh, have, have gotten behind and believe uh, should be leading the country uh, through the uh, the end of the pandemic and the recovery. Yeah, last I checked, none of the above wasn't an option on the ballot. And it, maybe, uh, maybe it'll be this time. <laughs> well, and, and that is a bit of a problem because people aren't particularly inspired by either this, this election campaign or the choices they're being asked to make. So the potential for this to be a relatively low turnout election similar to what we saw, for example, in Nova Scotia, uh, is very real. And that's when, uh, you know, the, the, the various demographic groups voting for each party become particularly important. And, and traditionally, what we've seen is the Conservatives have a better turnout because they do better among baby boomers, uh, who are the people who are most likely to show up and vote. This time around, however, what we're seeing is that the Liberals and Conservatives are basically tied among baby boomers. Conservatives doing better among male baby boomers, uh, Liberals doing better among female baby boomers. Hmm. And what about the young crowd, those millennials and, and even younger? They tend to they tend to uh, opt for the progressive parties. So for the liberals, the NDP and for the Green Party. But they're also the people who are least likely to show up if they don't believe that there's anything particularly at stake in the election. And in this case, uh, the, 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 the view of most of the people voting in this campaign is that the liberals are going to win again. So there's not a, a sense that uh, there's anything particularly at stake. And then uh, if uh, you're going to uh, be asked to go to a polling booth, there's some people who are put off by the risks associated with that. And then there's the barrier to get over to get a mail-in ballot that makes it even a little bit harder for some of these groups that are less attached to the political system to vote. So our expectation is you're going to probably see pretty low turnout in this election campaign unless something turns around. And that kind of situation probably turns into a very interesting showdown between the Liberals and the Conservatives. Yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be the lowest turnout we've seen in a long, long time. And, and obviously the pandemic is a big part of that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.